Hang on, I've just got to put the hairdryer over my body. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh, that's nice, man. You're listening to the Game Central Podcast. Yes, we're back for the second week in a row. I don't know how we do it, we just do. I love to put a hairdryer across my body, Gareth. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. You know, there's a lot of people, there's a word for it. Um, when I get sad, um, I put on uh, hairdryer sounds on YouTube. Now, you may think that's weird, but who actually records hairdryer sounds? But they've got over 2 million views. Because what there is, is there's this condition out there in which people find it very soothing to hear those kind of uh, humming noises. So in my bedroom, I've got a fan. Um, and that gets on my girlfriend's nerve when it goes on because obviously it spurts out cool air. Um, for the winter months, I've got a hairdryer by my bed. And I like to just turn that on. Uh, if neither of these are available, I'll simply listen to them on YouTube. Wayne Rooney's got the same condition. Okay, so that's something interesting about me. Uh, Gareth, you could tell us something interesting about you before we start. There is nothing interesting about me. That's fantastic. I'm sure you kind of a fan anywhere near you because of your hair. If it got sucked into the blades. Oh, I thought you meant I'd look way too awesome with my hair blowing back in the wind I think you would look fantastic Don obviously you're not going to have that problem (laughs) are you able to have a fan yeah because I remember last summer that you sat there sweating oh yeah I I will probably buy one my girlfriend's got one so I just use hers fantastic that's all great a part of having a relationship isn't it where what's mine is yours and what yours is mine exactly really nice um Except for sex toys. That's disgusting. So, uh, any embarrassing incidents for you today, Gareth? The guy who defecated himself in a shopping centre. Well, that was years ago, for starters. But it's still embarrassing. Yeah, it was, thanks. Obviously, this is the Game Central podcast reloaded. So there's people out there that may not know that particular story. Basically, Gareth was out on his own one of the first times he was out unsupervised. And he managed to absolutely shut himself in public... Walking along a shopping centre in view of kids. That happened. Fantastic. Well, I'll tell you an embarrassing story that happened to me today, Gareth okay. and Don. Uh, I use the underground system. Do you use it, Don? Oh, yes. I've seen you a few times and also watched a documentary of you in the movie Creep. <laughs> no, yeah, but enough that was of all that. found footage. <laughs> that was all found footage of you. Uh, Basically, I had my headphones on, so I wasn't actually paying attention. And the stop, it arrived the stop before the stop I get off, which is Waterloo. So just before the doors were closing, I thought, this is my stop. So I've gone, ah, and I've literally run through everyone. As you know, Don, it can be quite a tight squeeze. Uh, I've busted through the doors, and then basically I'm in a station that I'm not supposed to be in. I'm in... uh, can, can, uh, I'm in 
Oh. What's the station before Waterloo? Caledonian Road. No, don't just say a, a word <laughs> on the station, just hoping you're going to get it right. So exactly. Madagascar Avenue, mate? Uh, no, not that one. Stafford, Sta- South, Southwark, Southwark. Before yeah. Waterloo, you mean Southwark? Yeah, Southwark. On the Jubilee basically. line. Yeah. So I look at it and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I look around and I'm like, I bet the tube's gone, but it didn't. Because what happens is, if you force the doors open, it then stops for about a minute. While everyone's looking around on the train at me, the guy that's literally delayed this tube, and everyone getting to work, because I've basically uh, forced the doors open, which caused it to stop. Then the doors opened automatically again. I got on, having everyone looking at me like, what's this fucking guy doing? So that was really disappointing. Uh, and I had to go to work. So I can't just phone up and say... I've hurt my own feelings. Can I come <laughs> home, please? So, you know, Don, did anything embarrassing happen to you? Uh, nothing embarrassing ever happens to me. I'm fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. Basically an embarrassment-free zone. Yeah, brilliant. Yep. Well, this is the Game Central podcast, Reloaded, as we like to call it now. Uh, we're getting up to the 100th episode, where we are going to have one hell of a show, aren't we, Gareth? Yes. Yes, fantastic. Thank you for going along with that. But today, <laughs> that's the day we're talking about because that's where we are now. Live in the moment. Don't just wish your life away. Because a lot of people do that. They go, oh, I live for Friday. If you live for Friday, then you're only living four days a month. <laughs> okay, so just remember that. Remember that when you're on your deathbed. Talking of deathbeds, we're going to also be revisiting, oh, what a sad c- this week where we'll be looking at some of the saddest people in gaming, gamers mainly. Uh, we start off with the news, with the greatest news that goes around the world, probably something to do with Hideo Kojima. We're then going to look at, Gareth, I want to go Disneyland, mummy! Here's the money, Gareth. Don't spend it on the next generation console as we chart the coming months when Gareth will be going to uh, a place where there's been a lot of studies into molestation. Uh, and also a higher percentage of child abuse that happens there. The Vatican. Probably why. The Vatican. No, we're actually talking about uh, <laughs> Disneyland. Oh. Then we'll be going on to, quite fortunately, the still boringly named, even though it's the Game Central podcast reloaded, uh, what have we been playing. But first, we'll start, as we do every week, with Don's Hot Gossip. Please make it better than last week. It. <laughs> Well, first of all, uh, Gareth, I would like to thank you for the fantastic new music you added to this section last week's show. It was brilliant. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. It's a pleasure, Don. Uh, if you'd like to take this moment to tell everybody what music you've chosen for this week's section. Well, the uh, thing is, Don, if I've he chosen, would have, changed, no, have changed the music last week, then it would have <laughs> taken him another week to have got the podcast <laughs> out. I've, uh, I've, I've chosen Craig David's Rewind. Rewind. Exactly. When a person bowls, selector. It's ironic because um, I'm not rewinding anything because, as everyone knows, the gossip is nothing. Is not about rehashing stuff. It's about the new. So it's ironic. Well, it used to be, but judging by last week, I'm not really sure what anyone can call that. I think. Well, you're about to eat your eggs on face off a plate. 
or whatever the saying is. Because this week, oh, yes. uh, this week's news uh, involves Nintendo. It's more lovely NX news. Um, as everybody knows, me specifically on this podcast predicted that the NX was in fact a crossover device. Fantastic. Uh, so, uh, but what else can it do? Well, it turns out. <laughs> the uh, the successor to the Wii U is going to have a very unique function. Apart from being both a handheld and a traditional console, uh, the handheld part of it, you might be thinking, well, that's that's fantastic having these two separate units. But what if one of them is like in my bedroom upstairs, and the consolely bit is plugged into my telly downstairs? Have I really got to go all the fucking way upstairs, Done. dig around under my bed to try and yeah. find Done. the the rest of it? Done. The answer to this question Done. is no. Done. Not. I've got a question. Yeah. If one of them's upstairs, right, and the rest yep. of the thing is downstairs, yep. do I have to go all the way upstairs, go digging around underneath my bed just to find it? Do you know what? Because those are bodies. <laughs> <laughs> With all the hair and bodies that are. Yeah. Um, do you think Gareth's going to want to do that? I don't think he is, and do you know what? Neither am I. Neither are you, and neither is anyone else. And Nintendo, being the great inventors and pioneers of especially hand uh, controller tech that they are, have thought about this. And they've looked hand around the world. Hand controller tech. Hand controller tech. You know, they invented. They put analog sticks on first. They put rumble packs in first. All that business. Uh, they've gone into literally into the future with this this next thing. They've looked around at tech and thought, what can we do to solve this massive problem? And the answer is drone technology. They basically made it so that the you can press the on button on the consolely part in your living room. It will automatically switch on the handheld part and rotor blades on the side of it will fly oh, it down God. actually into the front room like an actual drone you can actually and you can also control it separately with your phone on one can of I just the stop new there, phone applications yes you can well, now fit, so. let's talk about uh, Gareth's under his bed with the bodies and yeah. the hair as soon as he activates it his <laughs> fan is just literally going to become entwined with you know a 21 year old woman's decapitated head that is that is a very specific problem for Gareth to have to deal with the rest stop of killing have to people stop. well yeah basically Gareth stop leaving dead bodies under your bed well I have an actual point and that is what about fucking doors what about doors? Have you not seen the Fucking latest? Doors. Have you not seen the latest Boston Dynamics robot tech this week? They've got robots opening doors, robots being pushed over and getting up again. Two-legged robots, that is, wandering over the snowy ground without falling over. Basically, wow. all this tech is coming to Nintendo's devices. So <laughs> watch the fuck out, yeah. Okay. How much is it going to be, Don? Uh, about four hundred dollars. Wow, that's not bad for all this technology. Me. Although, but it's, it's dollar pounds, obviously, so, you know. What, like, what yeah. happens if you sleep on a futon? <laughs> <laughs> then maybe don't leave it under it, because it would be crushed, so... Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, well thank you very much, Don. Uh... Nose to the ground, as always. Oh, they're also apparently partnering with EA to get EA first-party stuff on the NX, which, to be honest... I'm more interested in the drone thing. Yeah, to be honest. You know, yeah. oh, I better play FIFA 17. Where's my drone? <laughs> I just had a thought. Yep. Well done. No, you know, you're Maybe saying... I'll get them bodies out on the You know what you were saying, Dono? It's like cross-play between the console and the uh, the uh, mobile bit. 
What if the X in an X is actually a cross, not an X? Ah, oh, God. Imagine if someone had thought of that about ten episodes ago and, and put it out as, as hot gossip. Imagine, imagine that. Imagine that. I'm so smart. It's, it's almost like this whole show is the greatest analyst of all time. Or that every other analyst out there is just a fucking fraud who makes shit up for a load of money. <laughs> like, and it doesn't matter uh, whether what they think comes true or not, because they're going to get paid either way. Michael Pachter, whatever what his name is. Excuse my language. Thank you very much. <clears throat> that was Don's Hot Gossip. Thank you very much, Don. You are welcome. So I'm pretty sure that there's been plenty of news happening this week, Gareth, or there wouldn't be such a thing as news. Um, we're going on to our first news story now, which is actually brilliant, but no less important than Don's fantastic news that he just gave to us. Yep. Uh, what's the first news story this week? First news story of the week is that you can now buy just the multiplayer for Call of Duty Black Ops 3 on the PC. Wow, so like the Xbox 360 version. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that is true, though, isn't it? That's not me being horrible or insulting anyone. But the Xbox 360 and PS3 versions don't contain the campaign. Yeah, but this you just buy it literally on its own for eleven pound sixty. Uh, so does it not have zombies or? Nope. It's just a standalone thing without any single player, without any zombies. Uh, you can't prestige in it. Um, wow, that's rude. You can only play ranked multiplayer, so you can't play any like fuckabouts with your mates or anything like that. It all has to be ranked. Um, the whole point is that ranking system. Yeah. Sorry it's, about that. It's alright, mate. Is that something you'll be interested in? Because obviously you play League of Legends, but you don't really make any progress. <laughs> well, not so for want of trying, though. Yeah, but you still don't achieve anything, so would you like to go back to the more innocent time of gaming where it was just you won because you felt like winning, not because you wanted to go up a, a level or improve your kill-death ratio? Uh, the, see, the problem is I'm actually shit at Call of Duty games. And, obviously, <laughs> the other game, League of Legends. So, Alright, well... Okay. Okay. Right. Fallout Shelter was played more than any other game combined. Uh, four billion sessions, no less. Now, <clears> Gareth, you sighed. I don't know if that's because you thought, oh, what a prick talking about my how good I am at um, League of Legends. Or you thought, yeah, okay, these figures are obviously fixed or there's a different reason behind such higher figures. Just having to confront the uh, futility of my own time. Spent Fantastic. So, you loved Fallout Shelter for one week or so, didn't you, Gareth? Fallout Shelter was awesome for like a day. <laughs> and then you got over it. But apparently there's been four billion sessions. What is a session? Someone logging in, I would assume. Yeah, I would assume yeah. that as well. So you could log on by mistake? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, or some yeah. phones, like, you'll fire up an app and then close it and it won't count as being closed. Yeah. It'll sort of keep it open a bit in the background. So I'm wondering if Bethesda fluffed these numbers a little bit, because four, four billion is... That's a lot. That's way too many. There's no <laughs> way that's actually what people have been doing with the yeah. actual time. Because no one's talking about it. No. It's not no. like, if it was four billion times, you know, you at least expect people to be talking about it at work or 
on the train or you would overhear it. But ever since you last mentioned it, Gareth, I haven't heard anything about it since. No, it must be making them a lot of money, though. Because even if only, like, 2% of that 4 billion is true, yeah, that's still thousands and thousands of people who would probably spend a little bit of money to get, like, the odd pack or something like that. Mm. I reckon they've made a decent amount of it, which bodes well for the future of, like, yeah. releasing free shit, which is cool. It's nice. Four billion. Billion. Well, that's, billion. Aren't there only, like, six billion humans? Yeah, but then there's obviously fish and stuff like that as well. <laughs> They're all playing Fallout Shelter as well. They could be. To make up the numbers. Because, you know, they say that we know more about space than we do about our own oceans. It's because there's fuck all in space. But how do you know that? Because uh, we know it. Okay, we know it apparently, Gareth. Um, <laughs> it's the 20th anniversary of Pokemon this week. 20 years, can you imagine that? I remember, uh, I looked back in one of my old gaming magazines, because I'm quite sad and I've got a huge collection. And they were talking about a Pokemon craze coming over from Japan, and whether it would be just a fad. But was it a fad, Gareth? Don, what do you reckon? It's quite a fad. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, it's, what, 20 years, you say? It's now 19 years since Harry Potter came out. Wow. And that is, that was also a massive, massive fad. Yeah. So that, maybe that was just uh, a year for fads, to be honest. I had to take my uh, girlfriend to Harry Potter land for her birthday. Or world, <laughs> yeah. that's the one. Uh, just an awful place. <laughs> Pokemon land would be nice, though. Pokemon Land would be absolutely lovely if there was little animals that you could go around catching and stuff like that. But uh, not, the, uh, the Pokemon yeah. offices are in Hammersmith in London. I went past I... some Sega offices on a train. I don't know <laughs> they do have their own railway, so um, that's not surprising. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. But Gareth, what are they going to announce at their own Pokemon Direct broadcast? What do you reckon? Uh, we don't know 100%, but there's some rumours, like uh, Pokemon Z. Obviously, they had X and Y quite recently. Yeah, and it um, makes natural sense that it, the next one would be Z. That is true. And obviously, uh, Pokken Tournament, the Tekken uh, slash Pokemon game, it's going to be yeah. Pokemon fighting with the Tekken fighting engine. Uh, and people are hoping for maybe a Pokemon Wii U game. Mm. because all Nintendo need to do to be saved from any kind of financial ruin that may befall them is just release a proper 3D Pokemon RPG. Yeah. that's if, if you imagine, like, three years from now, Nintendo have been, like, losing shitloads of money, all they have to do is say, NX Online Pokemon Game, and yeah. suddenly they They don't even have to make, make it, all they have to do is just say it. Yeah, they make all the money in the known universe, because that's what people have been waiting for for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, but mostly people have been waiting for Fallout Shelter, obviously. Four billion. <laughs> That's um, a good point. Well, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is showing absolutely no signs. So there's not even a chance of a sign showing itself, of slowing down. Uh, it's been top of the gaming charts for 11 weeks. Now, is this people being sad? Is this people being scared? Um, it's just seven weeks and it will overtake the all-time chart record held by... Who wants to be a millionaire on the PlayStation 1? <laughs> which I think we all remember as a Kojima masterpiece. <laughs> it was fantastic. Did anyone watch that? Because uh, I remember playing it and seeing Chris Tarrant's face. And it scarred me for life. <laughs> it's like a CG face of his. Oh, but, I didn't um, know. No. Thankfully, I bought Black Ops 3. And I forgot about it already. 
I started doing the campaign and I don't know what was going on. And then suddenly <laughs> I was just lost all interest. Normally I'm a big advocate of the single player of Call of Duty, uh, the Modern Warfare series in particular. But this one just, oh, horrible. <laughs> uh, hopefully someone will boot it off the top of the charts. Uh, this is something that you're going to love, Don. And yeah. We hope that you're going to uh, give us a little bit of an insight in your time of playing it. But the division just set the record for biggest ever beta. It did apparently six point four. Yeah, six point four million players, I believe. Yeah, or four um, billion. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. People were averaging what was it five hours on average. Um, I played thirteen. Um, wow. Because I'm an above average human being, as you all you know. Are. Um, <laughs> below average height though yeah. <laughs> technically not true technically yeah. I'm, what is I'm the in, average height I'm in the band I don't know I'll don't find know. out probably about 5'8 and I'm 5'7 yeah. so yeah anyway uh, yeah so uh, I'm not surprised there was, there's been a lot of hype around it it's been coming forever um, um, closed beta was the other week open beta lets everyone in everyone going right let's go on with it finally so um, everyone was saying. Yep. So I'm not surprised that um, it did uh, did so well. And it has to be quite good, in my opinion, which we'll discuss later on in the show. Yep. Thanks. Is that it? <laughs> oh, fantastic. I'm well, merely agreeing with, with the piece of news that, <laughs> yes, indeed, a lot of people... The average say. size of a man in UK is five foot nine. So you would you are officially... Under the average size, under uh, average height. What, which average is that? Is the mean average? Is no, it's the or... kind average. <laughs> I, knew, <laughs> I knew that's what you would say. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, uh, the HTC or HUTC 5 price has been confirmed and it's way more expensive than the Oculus. We absolutely threw a tantrum, didn't we, when we found out the price tag of the Oculus? Uh, yeah. But the HTC Vive is being handed a £555 asking price, which is Jesus. It's ridiculous. That's half a thousand pounds. I mean, I'm quite a, quite a masochist, but I'm not masochistic enough to pay that amount of money to make myself sick. Mate, looking at this, it looks like it's some sort of sadomasochism kit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm really going to have to use some VR again at some point and uh, hope it doesn't make me want to puke and Jump out of a window. Yeah. That's how I felt <laughs> when I played Black Ops 3. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, everyone is going on about how great VR is. Every time I read anything about someone going, oh, I thought VR would be shit. Then I tried it. It's amazing. But I'm yeah. like, I thought it was going to be all right. And I tried it and I felt like killing myself. So I've gone very much the other way. Wow. So hopefully. Um, hopefully if you were to... I was just going to talk about killing yourself, but that's not, because <laughs> it's all right, it's fine. Uh, Call of Duty publisher completes Candy Crush Takeover. Now, if there is a game that we all hate, it's Candy Crush. It involves mm-hmm, yep. no skill whatsoever, basically pure luck. And if you play it, you are no better than um, Adam Johnson. That's the guy I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to mention at least once every week um, because he's a bad person in the news at the moment. Bloody hell. Okay. So, uh, Candy Crush. Does anyone care about Candy Crush? Is there any money to still be made in Candy Crush? 
There must be, because fucking Activision Blizzard just finished buying it. Yeah, for how much good, did they pay for it, Dom? Fucking billions. Uh, was it, uh, what, two billion or something? If, if you had a pound for everyone who had played Fallout Shelter... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four billion. They don't know, do they, so... Four no. billion pounds. <laughs> they bought Candy Crush for four billion pounds. That's ridiculous. I mean... It's just it terrifies me that the re- they're willing to spend that much money because it means they think the future of gaming is more in mobile than anywhere else, so they can make that much money on it. Yeah, uh, I don't want that to happen to gaming. Because that's what you got to think, Don. That's what you're saying is that before Activision even think of making any money, they have to make back the three point eight billion pound yep. before they see any profit. Exactamundo. So when you yeah, think maybe even Call of Duty doesn't get them a billion, does it? Not even a near that. I, it I makes them a does. good few million. <laughs> I think um, uh, by the time Black Ops Three has uh, finished clearing up, um, yeah, they'll have they'll have easily broken over a billion dollars. Um, no, I don't believe that. Easy, easy. Easily. Is it easy to make a billion dollars? Out of something like Call of Duty, yes. Call of Duty. <laughs> Black Ops. Free. What would we say? How would you say it? Black Ops free what? Revenue. Gross revenue. It's not gross. It's quite nice, actually. It is. <clears throat> okay, $550 million. Yep. And it's not been out what how many months three months four months yeah but then it's not going to make another 500 million yes it is Yeah, it really is then they've got the dlc stuff on top of that they've got you know uh, you know how much did it cost to make well that's difference between gross and uh net isn't it so they'll say you know it'll gross a billion dollars but obviously there's a load of cost to come out of that yeah um but overall in its lifetime black ops 3 will Easily probably net them a billion dollars, I would think. Oh, it just makes me sick. Um, Dom, when you go to buy Doom on the Xbox One or Oh, yes, as 4, I'm definitely going to do. Okay. What would make you pre-order it? Ooh, if uh, I had a genuine fucking laser gun come with it. No. Sweet. Something even better. Even better than that? <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. Um, how about if I could play a 25-year-old version of it? <clears throat> Nearly. Uh, Doom original and Doom 2 for free. Yeah, so like I said, so, fantastic. Not that you've I now, I now definitely them. want to buy it. Yeah, because obviously I'm not the biggest fan of Doom, but Doom is terrible now. <laughs> Back then I can I can take that it was an absolute revolution and it was the next best thing, but uh, the best thing since sliced bread. Well, I wasn't a huge. That. I wasn't a huge fan of the original Doom when it came out. I was like, "This is technically this is amazing. This is like the first 3D yeah. game I've seen, and it's like, whoa, man!" But as a game to play, I was like, "Oh fuck me! I keep getting killed, and oh Jesus, I can't get past like yeah. the fourth Having fucking to get level." Key and the level, yeah, the layout isn't very intuitive, and it's just <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, Gareth, you're a PC master race. Thanks. Um, and judging by your intolerance to other races, that's why we say that. Um, <laughs> Fallout 4 mod support could make its way to Xbox One as soon as May. Mm. 
How would this happen? How does it work? Well, that's the bit they're not 100% sure of yet. Otherwise, it'd be in there already. <laughs> they want to <laughs> get the uh, mod stuff going on the PC first. Which, like, you, you can't even... You, you can mod the game on PC, but it's a bit sort of uh, backdoor-y. Oy. It's not like on, uh, for example, Skyrim. You can just download mods straight through Steam on Skyrim. It's got workshop support. Yeah. It's super easy, super intuitive. Um, they've not got that up and running for Fallout yet. Um, and when they do, they said they want to give it about a month of testing before they're ready to start putting mods onto the consoles. But they're looking at April for the PC in between the uh, the first two DLCs and then going on to uh, consoles in May. Um, so I'm not being rude, Gareth, but it would be mods from PC being put onto Xbox One. <clears throat> yeah, well, you can't create a mod on the console. No. That would be mental. And it won't be every mod for PC because there are always like uh, graphic updates for yeah, mods stuff like that which would be mental it's probably going to be like add a picture of a cat to the settlement options oh who would who would want that mate not me but what you do want is the ability to make the women naked which is always uh, always there somewhere Gareth that's always somewhere isn't it There'll oh, yeah. always be a need to see naked women, <laughs> which is why the internet became so popular. That's what it's for. That's exactly what it's for, because, you know, I don't get to see my girlfriend naked. Do you want me to blow your mind, Rob? I would like you to blow something. <laughs> you have seen more naked women than probably every single man in your entire bloodline that came before you saw in total. Thank you very much. Think about that. Yeah. Every ancestor you had saw less naked women than you combined. Yeah. That's really nice, mate. You sound like um, you're, you're crying out of pure joy. And I've probably seen more naked men as well. <laughs> it's true. You've probably seen more penises than they did. Yeah. Well, there we go. Thank you very much, uh, Don and Gareth, for sharing your news this week. Penis. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Someone's snoring. <laughs> yeah, it's my dog. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's video game music segment with me, Gareth. The news is over, which means it's time to get into the fun stuff, the video game music. And I've picked a soundtrack this week, which is one of the most original and upbeat soundtracks of all time. And that is the soundtrack to the PS2 classic... Katamari Damashi. Um, it's a game in which you roll a giant ball around and stick things to the ball and try and make a bigger ball. Um, it's incredibly quirky, very Japanese, and it has a soundtrack that sort of just you can't help but smile when you hear. It's incredible. Um, I'll be playing you the first track from the soundtrack. It's called Katamari on the Rocks. Um, it's sort of got the theme of the game in it. It's this sort of... It's a little melody that keeps playing throughout the whole soundtrack and it sort of binds the whole thing together. And uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. If you've never heard it before, if you have heard it before as well, uh, I think it's going to be a little tune that you probably won't stop humming to yourself throughout the day. So, this is from the PS2 classic Katamari Damashi. And this is Katamari on the Rocks.
as we do every week, we look into the world of gaming and we try and pick out an individual, an individual who represents something so sad that none of us can comprehend as to why they did it. We've had someone who didn't lose a life in Dark Souls. Um, we've had someone last week who got to max level by just playing the first level of Destiny over and over again. And this week in one, two, three. Oh, oh what a what sad. A sad we have Gareth. Yeah. We have the guy who made a working calculator in Mario Maker. Oh, mate. Now, yes. go on. I did want to say it, Gareth, but just keep going on, then I'll just say it at the end. Okay. Now, there are people who uh, do stuff like this in games like Little Big Planet or Minecraft, where it's like an actual mechanism with like moving pieces and. It can do all the stuff a regular calculator can do. However, this person on Mario Maker spent untold dozens of hours to yes. create a calculator that can only add the numbers 0 through 5 to the numbers 0 through 5. <laughs> I have no idea what that even entails. Or what it Is that like. technically a working calculator? No. I would <laughs> it argue isn't really. it isn't. <laughs> so not only has he wasted his life trying to make a calculator but at best it's half a calculator yeah surely this means he's failed to make a working calculator man attempts to make working calculator in Mario Maker would be more of a true statement I think yeah so how long did it take him Gareth what, what, what's happening <laughs> what's um, happening with these people I the guy did post an explanation <clears throat> for being a sad of how he did. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Correction here. Yeah. It can add together the numbers zero through seven. Oh, that's all right then. So I'm sorry so for underselling it. Yeah. Famously, every sum can be done through the numbers zero through seven. Yeah. Um, do you care for me to read out a little bit of maybe the explanation? Well, I think he's sad, but. I don't think he's sad on the level of what we've heard before, but hopefully you'll change our minds. Okay, here's his introduction to get you interested in why you would want to try out this calculator, okay? The cluttered chaos calculator is a digital circuit consisting of logic gates such as AND and OR, not unlike (laughs) an electronic calculator. However, instead of two different voltage levels, Shellmit 1 or no Shellmit 0, are used as binary states brackets bits. Simple adding machines have been created in the past with Super Mario Maker, but to my knowledge this is the first one with a decimal conversion and proper display of the result. This is a man who gets properly turned on by calculators, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, can I ask, how does one operate the calculation functions whilst in Mario Maker? Do you have to, like, jump on a question mark block to do an addition? Or, you know... Um... So there's like there's like ice blocks that you break above each number. So right. oh god, the you, tediousness of using it as well. Yeah, I, know. I know you have to oh, be a sad god. to actually use it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you wow. have to be big Mario, and then you have oh. to break the ice block above the number you want, and then go up a level and break the ice block of the next number you want, and then 
basically when shells are like moving across a line because where you've broken oh, and the God. ice block on the top row does something then that'll be the first number it'll start fid- fidgeting with and then <laughs> you broke a different ice block on the second row so when that releases a shell into that row then that'll be moved in a different way and then uh, yeah there's a whole big diagram about it that basically yeah. is a huge waste of time because, yeah, because every single phone has a calculator on it yeah and like, it's not like you're going to say oh the gas bill's just coming uh, <laughs> darling let me just turn on the Wii U so I can go on this level to try and work it out you know it's you know we had the abacus we had sundials we've got all this sort of stuff we don't need this this is a step backwards if anything do you know the bit that really really pisses me off what really gets on your nerves, Gareth? This only goes from zero to seven. We have more yeah. fingers than that. It's easier <laughs> yeah. to use your hands. You can literally do your nine, like you can do up to ten times nine just by dropping one finger on both hands. Oh. So like, yep. you know, what's three times nine? You drop the third finger along and it's the rest of your fingers make it up. So it's two show off. and seven. So you've got 27. So... <laughs> You can yeah. do more on your fingers, literally, like Gareth says, than you can in this fucking not even a calculator. Yeah. But that's why they're yeah. so. He's, he's just he's he's one of these guys that you know. He was one of those guys when he was younger that kept trying to make a triangle and a square out of matchsticks. You know those sorts of things, <laughs> or when you get those things on Facebook where it says, "Oh, if you're a genius, only geniuses can work this out," or yeah. you know, only. Five percent of the nation know this. He'll be one of those guys that sit there and just try and correct everyone. And, <laughs> you know, he's probably the definition of a sad. Cool. Okay, but nevertheless, he goes into our hall of fame. Hall of. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Last week you may have uh, got your latest update of Go and go Disneyland, mummy! Gareth, have you still got your money for Disneyland? No, it's been spent, mate. I'm going Disneyland. You're going Disneyland. When are you going, May? April. It's fantastic. April. Now, I don't want to obviously ruin your moment, uh, okay. but I've got a few reviews. Uh, what a joke this place is. It's constructed solely to suck the maximum amount of money out of you. Uh, to make it less obvious, it is also disguised as an amusement park where you can spend 45 to 60 minutes waiting for a carousel that lasts two minutes. So, um, Robbins, uh, absolute con. It's just a massive overpriced gift shop. Food is below average, all fried and very expensive. Not enough toilets. Uh, <laughs> then we have Sven. Um, long waiting lines, many broken rides and bad restaurants. The park feels old and dated. Uh, Tara Cousins. I'm a teenager and went with a group of 15 to 19 year olds and I have to say my experience was medical. I went last week and visited the Walt Disney Studios but only two rides were fun enough for my age group. 
So that's what we're talking about, Gareth. That's 15 to 19. And okay. only two rides were fun for them. Um, Frank says the amusement park is no fun at all. Ticket prices compared with other parts in Europe are the most expensive. So basically, a lot of people have had very negative experiences with Disneyland Paris. Um, does this still not make you want to go out and spend the money on a next generation console? Unfortunately, not. No. I would much rather go to Disneyland on this occasion, I think. On this occasion? How many occasions are you planning? Oh, I don't know. You can't, you can't see the future. But you're looking at upwards of an hour to get on a short ride. Nah, because once people see me in the line, they'll fucking leg it. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. You could just so, pretend you're one of the people employed to you know, dress up and walk around as one of the characters. Yeah. One of the, like, one of the big hairy monsters. Oh, Sully. Sully, yeah. Think. That one. Chewbacca. And your one-eyed monster. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what I mean, don't you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gareth... The magic of Disney is coming to you. Uh, I just hope that you enjoy it and that it's not going to be a massive disaster. Thanks. been playing this week we've been playing many Woo! stuff some of us have been Woo! playing betas Woo! what was that that's me getting pumped and excited oh okay or excitedly pumped however you like to okay pump pump away my friend yeah because this week you're going to start with the division beta and uh i didn't like it you did but then i only played it for about 10 minutes <laughs> well yeah if you play any game for 10 minutes you're probably not gonna like it but thank you fair enough um yeah, so I played the Division Beta for about 13 hours and thought it was quite good. I, I got into it, obviously, because I kept playing it for 13 hours. Yeah, so obviously you didn't, if you hadn't have liked it. If I hadn't have liked it, I wouldn't have gone back to it the next day and thought, when I get home tonight, I'd quite like to play a bit of the Division. Yeah. So it uh, it did remind me a little bit, you'll be glad to know, of uh, when I played the Division Beta. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me a lot of playing the Division Beta because it was the Division Beta. It reminded me a lot of playing uh, the Destiny Beta in oh. the kind of kind of not in the sense of the same game but in the sense that oh I'd quite like to uh, go home now and play some more of it fucking hell I know um, and oh. yeah but this it's it's nice to have it it's the, happening the, again it's kind of happening yeah. again it's, oh. it's weird but uh, yeah I played it online mostly uh, I found a few hours on my own but mostly with someone else um, someone you love Rob Guy Whitlock oh uh, my god it's oh. worse than before he was on the beta, so I played quite a few hours with him. I like the way you say he was on the beta, like you just bumped into him. <laughs> oh, you say the that. Guy's but... on the beta. Oh, you... you're right, guy. Oh, you're following me around now. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, you say that, but actually, we kind of did bump into each other, and I did bump into another mate of mine, JP, who I work with. Um, literally, because he was—I mean—he was looking at the map, and it shows you on the map a little dot of all your online friends and where they are on the map. Um, and you just think, oh, that's a cool feature, you can see he's playing. But actually, if you click on it, 
on one of those friends, it will actually matchmake you and join you with that person's game. And my mates didn't really realise this. They were just clicking on it to see, you know, can I see my, you know, Don's stats, whatever. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Guy Whitlock is like stood in front of you out of nowhere and my mate JP oh, appeared in front of you. And it's my like, worst nightmare. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's quite cool. The matchmaking, the matchmaking for it is, um, is kind of better than Destiny because it kind of happens on the fly a lot more. Uh, it, uh, but it's, it is very, it's kind of a bit destiny and a bit Fallout 4-y. It's, it's a bit of a... You go around collecting stuff and hunting for, for chests and gear and killing enemies to get stuff. And then there's a lot of weapon crafting. Sounds and... like something you, you already play, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. And, yeah, there is looting and getting better gear, getting, you know, specialised weapons and then high-end weapons, you know, the equivalent of legendaries and exotics and destiny or, you know, whatever other game you oh, choose cool. to mention. But it's 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 being set in the real world, albeit you know a future where there's a virus has been released and killed a lot of people. Yeah. Um, having that that setting makes it feel a bit nicer. I, I like a bit of a palette change. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, and it looks fantastic. I think I think for a, a console game, um, it looks really good. The weather effects, especially when the the wind comes in with the the, the snow and oh everything. God, these guys That's really great. have worked out how to entrap you. Like they have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. The the main thing that gets you though is is you can play it a single player and you can get through the the missions and stuff. But you've really got to play in a team of people. You know, at least one other person to get the most out of it, to get the most enjoyment out of it, and to survive the dart zone uh, because you will get absolutely wrecked by other teams just waiting to destroy you as you're about to extract your gear from the dark zone and if you get killed you you lose it and the other team gets it and he's like yeah which is really where the only big problem i see potentially with this game happening um well there's two potential problems one the, the the campaign missions whether there's enough of those there's been hints there may not be loads of them um which oh, so this is really like destiny then <laughs> well, I'm not entirely sure how many there's going to be, but I, I don't know. It, it depends, but they're all replayable on harder levels, and when you can do hard levels, you're guaranteed. This is where, where the better it comes a bit better. Death, so you're guaranteed certain level gear for doing just doing the same missions, but on harder difficulties, okay. which is really helpful because I by the time I was getting to the end of the beta, I'd got some specialized weapons from doing the first the two main missions on hard, and they were like a lot better and. You can customize the weapons, you can add scopes, you can add grips, you can add different magazines to improve the fire rate. So you're changing the archetype of the weapon as well, which you can't do in things like Destiny. It's, it, there's like three basic, like three versions of each type of weapon. They all just look different. But really, there's only three scout rifles. There's only really three auto rifles and all that. But in this, with the amount of attachments and modifications you can make, you can really customize your weapons, their rate of fire, the amount of damage they do through the whole spectrum, which is really, really good. So you can get really deep into customization and crafting weapons and gear and all the rest of it. So you can go really far into that and specialising your character and their gear, which is really good. Um, but yeah, the dart, that and then the dart zone itself is the PvP element where you're going up against other players. They might be friendly a lot of the time. Suddenly someone might turn around and shoot you and they go rogue. But when that happens, you find that all the other players generally just pounce on them and destroy them because you get more points for kind of killing rogue players. So everyone just so there's a massive risk of going rogue. But if you're on a you know you going in solo and you're a small team, you go to extract some gear after you've been fighting other enemies for ages. You're like, great, I finally found some decent gear. If you then get sniped by some bastard in the final seconds of the extraction and lose it, you're going to get pissed. 
And if that happens to you a few times in a row, I think it might put few people off going into the game to, you know, going into there. And if there's players in there that are higher level than you and have got better gear than you, it's going to be a big ask to survive if they choose to turn on you. So uh, that aspect of it, I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment on. But as an idea, it works pretty well, I think. Uh, so, yeah. I will most someone... likely... <laughs> likely be getting the full game, especially as uh, my work colleagues just gave me 40 quid in Amazon vouchers for uh, my birthday. So, A work colleague? No, work colleagues in general, like they all chip Oh, in. I was going to say, I yeah. thought you were worth that like from one person. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. if your whole sort of workmates pulled together money fair enough yeah they all pulled together that's really nice yeah how did you find it rob you weren't so uh enthralled or oh, well you see the problem was is i'm quite cynical when it comes to those sorts of games um, yeah because they're not made for me they're made for you like fair enough they do a lot of research into how you can hook that kind of crowd that's going to carry on playing your game and inhabiting the servers. But because I'm someone that prefers single-player games, I was looking at it from the point of view of, could this be played as a single-player game? Um, yeah. I just found the streets and stuff very empty. Um, maybe that's because I was playing on my own. <laughs> but there's like no, there's not really many NPCs, and I didn't really feel like I was in a war zone. And it's, uh, I, I know what you mean, and I, I kind of thought that to begin with, but as you go further into the city and into different areas, you'll find, and I think also as you level up, I certainly found there were more and more occasions when I'd encounter um, the rioters who you're apparently allowed to just kill civilians oh, who have America, picked up weapons. Things, but it's America, though, yeah. Um, yeah. And they're all hoodies. You're basically mowing down hoodies. It's like you're these armed militia people. It's like the London riots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're literally yeah. taking down like writers and stuff but yeah there were certainly more encounters where you'd catch some of those people like robbing another like just a standard civilian um mm-hmm. so you'd go in there and you know just shoot them in the face yeah. <laughs> and all that. there's certainly a lot more encounters like that that happen as as i was progressing in it so i think as you if you played it more you might have found that the streets weren't quite so empty and also the civilians will give you gear if you give them um some some items that they want you'll find some that are kind of they're like they're thirsty and need the water canister or they're hungry and want an energy bar. And if you give them it, they'll give you a piece of gear. So, mm. yeah. But, yeah like, but, you know, the opening cut scene where the guy's going, it's like a war zone out there. <laughs> oh, my God. Blah, 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 blah. And then you go out there and there's not really much going on. So then it's, it's, it's quite hard to kind of get on board with it because <clears> I was walking for about five minutes without coming across anything. Yeah, you can and do that, definitely. It just... It doesn't feel like a war zone. I don't know if we've not got to that technology point where we can do that, but you know, I mean, having it's, little it's... skirmishes here and there, that's not a war zone. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's not technically meant to be a war. It's meant to be, you know, the city has had a incident with a, a biological agent and so panic has basically ensued and people just started rioting and vigilantes are out on the streets and that kind of stuff. You're not being yeah. attacked by another, you know, an army or something, so it's not that kind of warfare. It's it's I mean, literally it's the, just you against... The mechanics are so, solid enough, you know. I think they, so. They were fine. I found it a bit difficult to get to grips with the third-person thing, and if your weapons aren't very stable when you're shooting in third-person, it's it's harder to control where the weapon's going. But like I say, the, the mods on the weapons are pretty intricate, and you can certainly um, improve those as you go along. 
But could and you see it taking over Destiny um, as your number one game? Yeah, I think so. Especially, I mean, I've still got Fallout 4 to finish. I've got a lot more to do on that. Mm. Um, but um, with Destiny, well, I mean, Destiny, I've basically exhausted pretty much all the content. There's just a couple of, like, exclusive items and things that I want to, you know, just yeah. because I'm a completionist. Um, and one exotic weapon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's it. I should then realistically be um, be done with Destiny for you know until a major piece of DLC comes out. So so yeah. And plus, my friends. Are, I know at least two or three other friends who are getting the division. So the guy's yeah. not really a friend, though. No, not at all. But no. you know, <laughs> I, I will use him as a teammate if it comes to it. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> if you've got a, a good group of friends that you can play it with and sort yeah. of go. I'm just going to go over here and cover me. I'm just going to go behind this box. <laughs> be and... super nice over there, <laughs> over your mic. Yeah. I do so think I... as a single player, though, it does have some potential. It's definitely going to be, you're going to be more rewarded by playing in a team. But yeah. you can't, I mean, I was playing single player quite a bit um, when I was home and even though my friends were online playing it. Um, but you can't really do Dark Zone stuff once you get up to the higher levels because Dark Zone it gates itself off so to, to stop like high level players just massacring lower level players once you yeah. reach level 8 you can't go into a lower level dark zone with lower levels. that's what actually happens during riots isn't it everyone's <laughs> yeah. separated into yeah. sort of equal opportunities <laughs> yeah exactly I mean you, you, you can you can bring lower level players in with you to a higher level dark zone as, yeah. long, as, as long as one of your team is you know, high enough level so you can do that, um, so they can be able to help you. But going it, going it alone in a high-level dark zone, you find, I found there were way more people going rogue and just trying to beat the fuck out of everybody else. Yeah. Um, to the point where I went in at one point on my own, and there were two teams camped either side of an extraction point, and they were both just waiting for one of the other players to try and extract some gear so they could go rogue and blow the fuck wow. out of each other. But all that happened yeah. was it was a total stalemate. They both just sat there waiting Eventually, the extraction point timed out, and <laughs> they both had to just fuck off. Nothing happened. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's one of the problems I have with sort of multiplayer games, is that you do have to invest a lot of time, and I'm one of these people that will play a variety of games. So, when I get home from work, I don't want to feel pressured that I need to get on and play The Division, because I don't want to let the other guys down. Um, I had yeah, that joint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. I loved playing it, but sometimes when I went online, I'd have to appear offline and, you know, kind of... Obviously, you probably do that with a guy you see he's online. Oh, <laughs> fuck, so I just yeah, want to play whatever. You do so, wish there was a hide your online status option on PSN. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's just that kind of stuff and the investment. And I'm someone that can go from playing Fallout 4 to Pro Evolution Soccer to Dying Light to Devil May Cry... You know, so I find it very hard to focus. Some people can play a game seven hours, six hours, sort of that's their only game. But I like to yeah. flit between and Mix it up, and... which is healthy, to be honest. I think it's good to mix things up, you know, yeah. even during the you know, one particular gaming session. But, yeah. I mean, there's, there's also a lot of stuff to collect in the game. There's, like, loads of phone recordings to find and, you know, like, collections of that kind to, to, uh, to complete, you know, stuff to hunt out. And I'm the sort of person who will, like, scour the streets and look in every corner to try and find find everything so <clears throat> you know that kept me yeah. busy quite happily and then having the old random encounter there's side quests and stuff that you'll find as well they all amount to the same thing you know go somewhere kill a bunch of enemies uh protect someone or you know that sort of thing switch on something move some canisters around plug something in without dying yeah um 
but that's yeah, that's enough to kind of keep me entertained when when my uh, friends aren't online. So yeah, I have a question. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how are the graphics? Because there was some um, controversy that they really downgraded the graphics since they showed at E3 last year. I mean, I, I felt they looked really good, and everyone I've played it with said this is probably some of the best graphics they've seen on their on their PlayStation Four. Um, and I'm inclined to agree. There's a, there's a lot of um, you know incidental stuff in there. There's a load of just objects and debris as you'd expect around. Um, there's photographs on people's um, like nightstands, for example, that you can like zoom in with your sniper. And they're not like pixelated photos. They're proper. You can actually take a screenshot and see it looks like a proper photograph. Okay. Um, which is I was quite impressed by when I found some of those. Um, signs on the, you know, down to things like posters on the wall. They're not like blocky stuff when you get, you know, they're proper, they seem like, you know, they put a lot of high def textures into the things that people will look at and, you know, notice when they're not in high def. Um, yeah. so notices on the wall and the, uh, like billboards, which for some reason there are still, um, like animated billboards advertising <laughs> cars and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> So that stuff looks pretty good. The draw distance was pretty decent. I didn't, I didn't really notice any pop-up, to be honest. Um, and, yeah, I, I think it, it certainly looks pretty respectable. I did try switching off one of... There was an option for some kind of... I don't know what it was called. Not, some kind of lighting effect, I guess. I switched it off to oh. see if it made any difference, but I couldn't tell the difference, and I switched it back on. Still couldn't tell any difference. Um, I guess it had something to do with shadows and lighting, but... You know, unless you're seeing the two exact same scenes side by side, you'd be hard pushed to tell the difference. Um, That's weird. But, yeah, uh, it must have been some just small like overlay effect of, you know, shadows or something. But I can't tell the difference, to be honest. But no, I, I thought it looked pretty good. Cool. And yes, you can still uh, when you're uh, <laughs> ducking down by a car with the door open, you will still shut the door as you go past. <laughs> Which everyone was like up in arms, like they better not change that. Uh, like they changed the wind coming down the streets from Watchdog and blowing your cape open. Yeah, um, people got well pissed about that. There's one thing I will say about it, which is annoying. Say it. Uh, you cannot just crouch whenever you want, what? which I seem massively bizarre. You can duck behind cover and crouch around cover. You can, yeah. you know, run to another piece of cover, which I, the system there works really well. But you can't just crouch as you're walking around, which you quite often want to do to kind of avoid detection. Um, from enemies or whatever, um, but you can't. You can't just willingly crouch and walk, which is a bizarre choice, if you ask me. But yeah, that's literally the only real complaint I had about it. Yeah, because if you're military or you're a soldier, one of the first yeah. things you do is crouch down as you're moving. Yeah, you duck down. Uh, it's so it yeah, a bit weird, but hey. Hmm. Yeah. And is that all you've been playing this week, Dom? That is all I played this week. Yep. It Fantastic. Is. Well, I've only been playing Pro Evolution Soccer, which <laughs> is strange, because I was away at the weekend in a place called Cardiff. Um, oh, but yeah, I, I just love Pro Evolution Soccer. It's uh, far superior to FIFA this year. Thank you very much. Gareth Williams. I've been playing League of Legends. Hey. Oh. What's, can... what's League of Legends about, Gareth? It's a multiplayer online battle arena. Yeah, but what's it about? What's the story? What's the plot? Uh, The story is... You don't tell us a story, Gareth. You just sometimes say, oh, I'm doing this, or I'm in bronze. You never never say... That's all he says is I'm in bronze, (laughs) because he has no option. What's the story of a game of football, you know? What's what's basketball? What's the story of Mm. MMA? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm still bronze. I know you were waiting to ask. Yeah, well, we don't really ask anymore. No, you don't. I had a really <laughs> frustrating... I was just about to get out of bronze, and then I had a really frustrating game with a Kennen, who uh, decided that they just didn't want to play anymore halfway through, so lost us the game. Oh, that's always nice. Yeah, and it was the game that would have got me out of bronze. Uh, so I <laughs> yeah, so it's all his fault. I don't oh, he did it on purpose. I hope he did it on purpose. That's fantastic. Yep, yeah, it was fantastic. It was I wasn't actually angry. I wasn't swearing in real life or anything. <laughs> <sighs> I've been putting way too much time into playing League of Legends. It's like the only thing I do with my free time now is play ranked games of League of Legends. And I keep getting screwed up. for help or? No, just letting you know. Because, you know, you guys oh, talked about oh. the division for a while, so I yeah. haven't spoken for a little bit. Want people to remember that I'm still on this podcast. Yeah. Good um, stuff. You still play League of Legends? Yes, I do. Still bronze. Yeah. But I was in bronze four like a week ago, so. Five I'm climbing. Years. I'm climbing. No. Not five years. Oh, okay. For fuck's sake. I'm getting out of bronze. I'm so fucking close, constantly. Cool, mate. But this time, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna finish myself off. Excellent. Oh, that's really good. Finish yourself off. <laughs> what now? <laughs> yeah. We well, we're on the podcast. We ain't got time, mate. Yeah, be the f- we'll do that on the hundredth podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a little treat for everyone. <laughs> Listen to Gareth Climax. Uh. So, you've literally just been playing League of Legends? Yeah, I played a little bit more Elder Scrolls Online with my mate. Uh, you know, enjoying that. That's good, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. You're welcome. The, the problem is, the stuff I want to play, but I don't have any fucking money. Like, I want to play The oh. Witness, that seems like it'd be really fun. Yeah. Uh, but I can't, because I've got no money. And my PC's not that powerful, so I couldn't try the Division Beta. So fucking annoying. Dark Souls, I will be able to play Dark Souls three though. My PC will be able to play yeah. that. So like just download them all for free. Oh yeah, yeah. PC Master Race. <laughs> exactly. There you go, mate. Well, that was it for this week. It's, it's been a fantastic week, hasn't it? Uh, it Don, thanks well. for joining so, us. You know, feel free to wish me a happy birthday. Yeah, I already did. Okay. Uh, right on your Facebook wall. It doesn't get much more care than that. Doesn't get, doesn't get much more personal than intimate than <laughs> Facebook wall. Yeah, it's Don's birthday. Help him celebrate. I don't know how I can help you celebrate. No. But, but congratulations for being. Surviving another year. Yeah. Thank you very much. You are it. Enjoy your forty pounds, which is what you're worth to your work colleagues. It's not too bad. Well, uh, well, they got me that. They also got me a T-shirt, uh, some chocolates, um, and something else. And well, but yeah, it's good. Yeah, your yearly nice. clean T-shirt. They, they basically bought me, giving me money to buy the division. So yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, join us next week, where we will obviously have some more of hot gossip, the latest news, uh, Gareth's journey to Disneyland, and as we do every week playing some games so until then we'll see you soon and we love you all